It is the Osmo lineup building slash top stack show. And we'll bring you back an old friend. It's Gundacker, who used to do this show with me. Then uh, Matt Savoke ended up coming on. And, you know, now it's the holidays. So Matt Savoke is too important to do it. But Gundacker always has time to come hang out with, with me and you guys. So it's going to be a good one. Gundacker, how are you, how you doing? And you looking forward to the holidays? Here? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big NBA on Christmas fan. And uh, I know tomorrow's uh, slate's looking a little uh, health and safety <laughs> protocol. But uh, hey, man, it's been a fun ride. So um, I'm digging that. I'm also kind of I'm digging the NFL because the, the NFL getting hit with health and safety protocols really bailing me out in season long because I finished forcing <laughs> and everything and I'm just waiver wiring my way to success. Yeah, and you know, I think that's one thing also, and obviously this is an NBA show, so so whatever. But one thing I have actually liked about me, this has been the most profitable stretch I've had of the season from both the sports betting and DFS standpoint for basketball, because there are a lot of edges and value to be had with a lot of players getting ruled out. So always reason to be subscribed to the YouTube channel, liking our videos, checking out everything we have going on, because nothing is more important. And sometimes I kind of say this, you know, tongue in cheek about the NBA. It's very true as of right now. Nothing is more important than being up to date on all the news and all the information we have to give out for this show, the top stack show. It is sponsored by jock market. If you guys are new or unfamiliar to jock market, head on over to the site, download their app, use the promo code. Awesome. when you're making a first deposit and you get up to a $50 bonus on your first deposit. Also, when it's your first slate playing over at jock market, they will refund any of your losses for NFL or NBA up to hundred dollars to so get $50 bonus. When you first sign up and you get basically what's hundred dollars risk-free in free play money. So let's get into some of these top stacks now. And I wrote some of these down, ones that I, I really thought stood out for this particular week. First off, starting on DK, we've got the Chargers. And the Chargers are a pretty interesting case because Austin Eckler has been a primary weapon for them in the passing game, even as a running back. But it appears he's not going to be playing this week. He's in the health and safety protocols. And while it seemed unsure if he was going to be ready to play or not this weekend. He was doing his own fantasy football podcast and he was telling people to pick up Justin Jackson, which is a pretty <laughs> good indicator that Austin Eckler is not going to be available this weekend. So as we get into building some of these stacks, how do you feel about Justin Jackson as a value play this weekend? And are you good with including him in stacks with Justin Herbert? Yeah, he's so cheap enough that a catch and shoot would, uh, would probably pay off that price tag pretty quickly. I, I assume he's going to be attached to some ownership and, there's still the uh, the Josh Kelly vulture that could uh, hang in the in the in the uh, rafters there, but the fact that uh, Eckler kind of co-signed a Jackson pickup uh, made me feel great because I also tailed that. Uh, and at 4,200 on DraftKings, yeah, Jackson doesn't need a whole lot to uh, uh, take the top off and take the pressure off of your lineup. All right, so let's start looking at some of these stack rules now. So Mike, pull up Fantasy Cruncher. And we're going to start making some Charger stacks for DraftKings. And so I'm going to make sure we have Justin Herbert locked in here. And then we go make some of these rules here. You said that you're okay with us including Justin Jackson in stacks with him. So do you want to make single stacks or double stacks? If we're including Justin Jackson, it seems like maybe double stacks would yeah, be the way to go. Absolutely double stack if, if Jackson's in the mix. Okay, so Mike, do QB with at least two players of quarterback, wide receiver, tight end from the same team. And then on the other side of the game, we have the Chargers playing against the Houston Texans. Now, a lot of times when I've been stacking teams against the Texans lately, I've been using Brandon Cooks as a run back mm -hmm. option. 
Here's the issue. Brandon Cooks himself is in health and safety protocols. And at least the last information we had on him is that we don't know if he's going to play or not because he could potentially test out as of now that seems up in the air. Considering that Brandon Cooks isn't likely to play or at least his status is up in the air, do you want to force back Texans runbacks here? No, I don't think I, think, I do. <laughs> I, I think I think that is a reasonable enough way to view this crappy team or else we're going to be looking at, you know, whatever whatever bottom of the barrel wide receivers come up. So I know some of these players are going to be in the projections right now and things are so subject to change as it comes to doing any kind of DFS content a couple of days in advance. I know you and I were talking about the shelf life of DFS mm. content on Twitter the other day. It's difficult to be totally 100% accurate at a time, but let's go with this. We're going to go stack Justin Herbert with at least two running backs, wide receiver, tight ends from the same team. Then we'll set the randomness mic to 30%. I didn't see if you did that or not yet. Um, it's done? Cool. Perfect. All right. So let's run these lineups and see what pops up. Gundacker, who do you think is ultimately going to be the players that we get the most frequent in lineups with Justin Herbert? I mean, I would hope correlation-wise it's uh, Keenan Allen. I could see his price maybe pushing a little bit more of Mike Williams in, in our mix here, but maybe Justin Jackson will help us out and uh, kind of balance the seesaw to have Allen Jackson. Allen Jackson, isn't that a country singer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, country, country music is not, uh, not my wheelhouse. Could be, could be. Uh, yeah. You could, I mean, to me, everything kind of sounds like a country music song. You take any kind of generic white guy, American <laughs> name, and hey, it's a country, country music star. So yeah. one thing I'm going to, I'm going to guess, I think we're going to get to a lot of Justin Jackson. He's such mm-hmm. a good value play at this point that I think he's going to end up in a lot of the Chargers stacks. Then I think the pass catchers are going to kind of be spread out. I think we're going to be getting to some Mike Williams. I think we're going to be getting to some of Jared Cook. I think there's going to be some Keenan Allen. Justin Jackson, I'm pretty confident it's going to mean a lot, but I'm not sure who else is going to be. So, Mike, show us the results of that crunch. All right. Let's see what we got here. Jared wow, Cook. So, wow, Jared Cook popping up in a lot of these. Not, not, a, not a little amount of these lineups, a lot of them. Um, Justin Jackson still showing up in a lot. Click on the wide receivers tab for me for a sec. So wide receivers, we're actually getting to Mike Williams here nice more than Keenan Allen. Uh, Keenan Allen actually, he's popping up a little bit, sixteen percent. But it looks like primarily, and but not even not even by force, just because it's the way it worked out. We're actually getting to a lot of triple stacks here with mm. the with the Chargers, where we're getting to some lineups that have Jared Cook, that have Justin Jackson, and have Mike Williams or Keenan Allen. Is that at all problematic for you? A hundred percent, Jared Cook is definitely yeah. problematic. <laughs> um, I guess much. I guess his projection is going to look all right with Parham maybe uh, still banged up but uh yeah i i think for the sake of of the crunch i'd probably do the uh raise uh keenan allen projections in uh groups that have herbert i think i want to uh kind of raise the ceiling a little bit more uh but yeah i would i would come down on uh jared cook a little bit more and then uh otherwise i don't mind mike williams right yeah and i mean mike williams i think i'd want to have the ownership a little closer between mike williams and keenan allen i think keenan allen a little more security there mike mike williams maybe a little bit more upside super boomer bust option as for jared cook he's one of my favorite tight end plays on the slate you mentioned it with donald parham assuming he's not going to play this week after the concussion he suffered last week where he was just out cold on the field and chris collinsworth had no clue what was going like oh look his hands are shaking is he cold like no 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 he is he's convulsing my friend 
Uh, so, so with that in mind, Jared Cook, 3,500 on DK. That's a really favorable price point for a tight end who could see a couple extra targets go his way. Uh, I'm kind of curious, Mike, if you don't mind pulling that back up. I just want to see what other, what some of the other players are that are popping up a lot in these builds. All right, so just click on running backs for a second. And let's see. So a lot of Ronald Jones. No surprise there. Ronald Jones this week. Leonard Fournette, he's out. Oh, actually, a lot of guys out for the Bucs. So a lot of their skill position players are going to look pretty good. Alexander Madison, same story. No Dalvin Cook for the Minnesota Vikings. So he looks like a really strong value play. A little bit of a tough matchup against the Rams. Anything there surprise you with those running backs? No, the top uh, the top four probably looked pretty consistent to what I had in, uh, expected to be this far out on Friday. And, yeah, like we said, uh, the, the health and safety protocols is creating just uh, salary-free <laughs> uh, games right now. And, yeah, those are, those are four that are in great spots. Uh, by the way, we did get uh, some confirmation from Sterling Tice. He says that Alan Jackson is a country singer. So there we go. He could have made that up, but I would believe it either way. Uh, Mike, click on the uh, wide receivers real quick. I'm curious to see who popped up there. Cooper Cup showing up. It's on. Listen, Cooper Cup is just ridiculous. Like what Mm. else is there to say about about Cooper Cup? If he's if he's playing on a slate, he's probably scoring 20, if not 30 plus fantasy points. If you have the salary cap to get to him, you're going to. And given the state of this slate with so much value and so many players getting ruled out, do you see any way to argue against Cooper Cup being a lot of lineups? No, it's one of those, uh, like an NBA, I'm fine with overpaying for floor at this point with so much value. And Cooper Cup's going to project, you know, it's one of the top raw point scores uh, on any model. So I'm fine with it. I think for correlation's sake, like, you know, if I have to come down a little cup just to add more Keenan Allen to make the lineup make a little more sense, I will. But, yeah, I can't really argue against having a ton of Cooper Cup with uh, with salary not being as uh, – tight of a pinch this uh this weekend so let's head on over to FanDuel now and i have chief stack selected for now mostly because it's just chaos and i want this to just be (laughs) ridiculous when we're doing it so the kansas city chiefs we've got tyree kill in the covid protocol we've also got travis kelsey in the covid protocol so we do not know which of them are going to be playing either Mm -hmm. but for now we have them in the projections so just going to leave it as be do you have any kind of read on the chief situation and how all this is going to go down? I mean, I, I saw that uh, maybe Clyde Edwards Hilaire might be more involved just to kind of, uh, I don't know, lower the stress here, but I don't, I, Pittsburgh is like one of the spots I really don't love grabbing running backs again. So I'm just hoping, uh, you know, they, they uh, unleash uh, some, some Pringle in, into my lineups and I kind of walk away. But no, it is going to be really hard to call pre-flop, I think, uh, without some uh, uh, coach speak to steer me in the right direction. Then I do think this becomes a really interesting team, which I mean, we're going to love them for value anyway, if Travis Kelsey and or Tyree Killer out, because then you just get this situation where, hey, one of the best quarterbacks in the league is his best pass catcher is not available. And just all this usage opens up. Is Byron Pringle the top guy you'd look to for value if there's no Hill and Kelsey this weekend? I, I think by default, him and, and Nicole Hardman would probably be the two guys I, I trust the most to be involved and have some chemistry with uh, Mahomes going into battle. Um, yeah, those two. All right. So let's start making some lineups here now, Mike. So pull up Fantasy Cruncher, but for the FanDuel slate. And do you want to force one or two pass catchers here with Patrick Mahomes? 
it's all of his pass catchers are so cheap <laughs> that it like you feel like if if Mahomes pays off you know his salary there he's throwing three three or four touchdowns so I guess I want to get to two uh I, but it, who you know yeah fair fair enough and let's include running back just in case that Clyde Edwards Alaire ends up being in the mix and then something else uh I, I want also let's let's do a one run back option from from the from the from Pittsburgh and it can be it can be a running back as well leave leave running back because Najee Harris might as well be a running back for some of these situations might as well be a pass catcher for some of these situations we've seen him get upwards of what do you have that one game 21 targets or something oh, absurd remember that like week insane. three he got he got targeted a million times so if they're down we could see a lot of a lot of passing work from Najee Harris but one other thing I want to do Mike Go to Fantasy Cruncher and just remove Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey from the player pool. Take them out because I'm curious to see which pass catchers we end up getting in these chief stacks if neither of them are involved. Because like we said, pretty good chance, or at least somewhat of a chance, that both don't end up playing this weekend. So I want to see if we lock in Patrick Mahomes, we force two pass catchers with them, just who we end up getting to. I think it's going to be probably a lot of Clyde Edwards-Alaire here. I also think that we're going to get to Byron Pringle, Nicole Hardman, uh, but it's it's certainly going to be a little bit of a crapshoot here, but that's one of the reasons I included. I want to see what happens. Who do you think is going to be the most stacked player with Patrick Mahomes now that we've taken Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey out of the mix? Pringle or Hardman? I I guess I could see CEH in there if we, if we left RB in the mix. All right, so let's see uh, did you, if you were in the lineups, Mike. Show us the results, and we'll see what has uh, popped up for us here. So no shocking, uh, no mm-hmm. no shocking, no surprise. A lot of Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Byron Pringle popping up a ton. See uh, Darrell Williams a little bit too. Mm-hmm. I actually don't really mind Darrell Williams. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have lineups that have Darrell Williams and Clyde Edwards-Alaire both in them. Uh, I see that some of that's popping up here. So not that we're going to do that right now, but I would make a rule to not include Darrell Williams and Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the same lineup click on the wide receiver tab i just want to scroll down and see other than byron pringle did we get to any lineups here with miko hardman keep in mind also the projections right now are assuming that hill that kelsey and hill are in so that's certainly going to be a pretty big projection upgrade to pringle and hardman if there ends up being no uh if there ends up being no hill and kelsey in there uh but yeah it looks like byron pringle is probably going to be the number one target here and Price at 5,200 on FanDuel, certainly reasonable. And at running back, like we said before, don't mind pairing Patrick Mahomes with either Darrell Williams or Clyde Edwards-Alaire, both capable pass catchers. Uh, Mike, one more thing I want to do, just click on the wide receivers here. I want to see who came up as a run back. So Cooper Cup still shows up in a lot of these lineups. No surprising, a lot of value available to us on this slate. Byron Pringle, Deontay Johnson, the most popular runback option. Do you have any issues with that from the Steelers side of the game? Nah, usually Johnson's good for, uh, you know, 10 plus targets. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, actually, if you look at the targets for Deontay Johnson, last week was a super wonky game against the Tennessee Titans where both teams just kind of sucked. Before that game, though, targets for Deontay Johnson, 10, 11, 14, 13, 13. He's been an absolute target monster. I really do love him as a runback. 7,400 on Fandle does feel like a little bit too cheap of a price point, so he's going to be one of the guys that I'm going to be looking to get to the most. Uh, click on what, just one final thing, Mike. Click on tight ends because I'm curious to see what tight ends we're getting to this week if there's no Travis Kelsey in the picture. Gronk a lot. 
Pitts, no surprises there. Gronk is somebody who I really think makes a ton of sense, especially when you look at the Buccaneers. No Chris Godwin, Mike Evans likely out. Do you think Gronk is one of the better overall tight end plays on this slate? Yeah, actually, Evans got ruled out right as we were going live. So, yeah, Brady leaning on some of his guys he has chemistry with. He don't have much more chemistry than anybody else than than, uh, Rob Gronkowski. So I think uh, he's definitely somebody that's going to be – there's someone that Brady looks at a ton. Yeah, I am – I'm fairly sure that uh, there's some extra supplements going into Rob Gronkowski's body. I mean, you just, you just look at the guy used to be gigantic. Goes reti- loses like 50 pounds immediately. He's like skinny and he doesn't play. And then he comes back and we get skinny Gronk. It's no good this year. We got big Gronk back and he's uh he's good to go. I like, I like bigger Gronk better than skinny Gronk uh, for the next stack. It's going to be DraftKings again, but Mike head on over to odd shopper. Because this is something which I can't remember if I did this last when when we were doing this together, not Gundacker. But here's a new way we're going to build uh, the final stack on the show. Is we go over to Odd Shopper and we just look at what props look favorable for some of the quarterbacks, and then based on that, we'll go ahead and, and build the stack around one of those QBs. So Mike, pull up Odd Shopper and just look at the NFL bets and see which ones have the best ROI. So you guys can see Shop NFL bets. You can see some of our projections there. Najee Harris, for example, we have right here the actually the under for his receiving yards looks like a good bet, but try to find some of the quarterbacks. Scroll down and see which QBs pop up as having favorable passing yard props that we can build some lineups around. All right, so scroll down. Wentz isn't on the slate. Scroll down. Matthew Stafford. All right, so Matthew Stafford, you can see sportsbooks have his passing yard total at 281 and a half passing yards. We have Matthew Stafford projected for 317.9 passing yards. So you see there we have that bet winning 70% of the time. The expected ROI is 27%. So I would just look at that and be like, you know, maybe we're a little higher on, on Matthew Stafford and the Rams passing games than, than just DFS sites or sportsbooks would be in general. And maybe that's something that would be worth taking some looks at for the Rams and making some stacks that are also using on You can see probably a pretty favorable bet there. If you have it available to you to bet the over on the passing yards from Matthew Stafford, but let's make some Stafford stacks. And this is going to come as no surprise, even without us running lineups, mm-hmm. Cooper cup is going to pull up, is going to be oh, up yeah. in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to be a secondary stack option that pops up pretty, pretty commonly with, with Stafford. We'll do the same thing. We'll do a uh, two, two uh two pass catchers with him uh being that like cook is projected so well and gronk might move up there i probably expect a, a coin flip between van jefferson and odell okay and then do we want to do a run back here we've got the the rams playing against the minnesota vikings a team that could potentially have to throw the ball a ton to keep up here obviously mm-hmm. justin jefferson's on the other side we've got alexander madison so do we want to stack Stafford with at least one player from the Vikings on the other side. I, I do very much like Jefferson in almost any matchup. This one's going to be a little tougher. Um, I don't know if I want to force it, but I definitely don't want zero uh, percent. It's past Jefferson though. It gets a little, little wonky. So maybe I don't force it, but I probably want a little kiss of Jefferson here and there. Okay. So for now, whatever, for the sake of this include running backs though, Mike. So do stack QB with at least one of um, uh, running back, wide receiver, tight end from the opposing team. 
because we're going to get to some of Alexander Madison there too. He's one of my favorite running back plays on the slate on DK without Dalvin Cook in there. We've seen this a bunch. When when there's no Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison just basically takes on that same role. Yeah. Uh, and then we could run these lineups and see. The, Cooper Cup's going to be in almost all of these. I'm, I'm very certain of that. Yeah. I'm just not really sure who the secondary pass catching option is. Maybe it could be Tyler Higby. <laughs> Odell Beckham is a possibility, like you said, Van Jefferson. Uh, but run the lineups, Mike, and then we'll see who ends up popping up. Oh, they're ready? All right. Reveal the results then. <laughs> Reveal. Yeah, Higby. Cooper Cup. Tyler Higby's still popping yeah. up a ton. So Tyler Higby's had a really weird situation where he was on the COVID list. He gets taken off the COVID list for a false positive. Then he gets actual COVID, <laughs> goes back on the COVID list. But now he's testing himself out of the COVID protocol. So Tyler Higby, only 3,800 on, on DK does appear set to play this week. He is a pretty good value play at the at the tight end position. Maybe not my favorite overall tight end, but certainly one of my favorite ones. As for the other wide receivers here, we're getting to a lot of Odell Beckham. Van Jefferson, it looks like less so, uh, but a lot of Odell. I know that you're a, you're a Giants yeah. fan. Uh, so hey. Odell. Yeah, I'm an Odell fan. I'll, I'll say that. All right, fine. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. What do you make of what he's done so far with the Rams? We've seen some more upside, certainly than what he had with the Browns. Yeah, I, I, I I'm a believer in Odell. I, I thought the uh, the wash locker room cancer narrative was such hoopla that it was I, I was anti that. But I love Odell being what he is here. He ain't got to be the best guy on the team. Let Cooper Cup do his thing and just let Odell be on the uh, on the side, run his routes and uh, uh, spread the offense a little bit. And then let's just see, just to put a bow on this, who are some of the other players that are popping up in these Rams stacks? I really do like stacking the Rams today. No surprise, a lot of cheap running backs. James Robinson, Ronald Jones, Justin Jackson. Uh, Robinson, same situation he was in last week. We've got the Jaguars, a lot of guys out. And at least it seems like James Robinson is going to be more of a workhorse for them. Last week, we saw from James Robinson, also first game without Urban Meyer. 18 carries was also targeted six times in the passing game. Looks like he's going to play a massive role for them down the stretch of the season. Uh, other running backs here. Also, by the way, as a run back, we're getting to a lot of Alexander Madison in these lineups. Not really surprising. Wide receiver. Uh, let's see what pops up there. DJ Moore. I'm not quite as high on DJ Moore as our projections are. I just can't trust Cam Newton. Also, it's such a weird situation. Sam Darnold's going to play some snaps along with Cam Newton. You know, what the hell's up with that? Who who, who sees a time split <laughs> at, at quarterback? Does that impact how you view somebody like DJ Moore as good as he is? Yeah, and then uh, you know if if Cam comes in, it'll probably be a lot of goal line packages, so he might vulture more touchdowns. It's that's going to be so annoying. Uh, and then we've got Antonio Brown's popping up in a bunch of these lineups. I don't know if Antonio Brown's going to play. He was able to practice last couple of days, so it seems like he's trending towards playing. No Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin. I think that Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski are both going to be excellent plays today, mm -hmm. assuming that there is. Antonio Brown in the lineup today, 4,900 at, uh, at wide receiver on DK. He has to be one of the best wide receiver values, correct? Yeah, absolutely. He, he might be uh, my highest own. And then let's see, what else we get? Nothing else is really popping up, you know, crazy meaningfully. There's some Jamison Crowder in there, but he hasn't been practicing, so who knows if he ultimately ends up playing or not. Anything else you want to add here? Anything that surprised you about stuff that's come up in these lineups? Uh, no, it seems pretty par for the course from, from this far out. But, uh, I, I think today right now we're seeing news come out, 
Um, we'll be able to tighten the screws a little bit more over the weekend, but like I said, it's going to be almost a salary cap free weekend of lineups, man. You mentioned uh, AB, um, the most expensive quarterbacks handcuffs could be under 4k. It's going to be a really weird week uh, for lineup construction. All right, guys, that is going to do it for us. If you want access to all this tools and all the stuff that we're talking about, on this stack show, you can check it all out by getting access to the Awesome o Plus tools for weekly pass for just $29.95. This will get you premium content for basically every single DFS sport out there. If you're signing up for a package just for the first time, use the promo code NFL Strategy Show. That'll get you 25% off the first week of Awesome o Plus. And if you're only looking to play NFL, we do have NFL packages starting for as low as $3.95 weekly. Stop guessing, start winning, join Awesome o Plus today. That is going to do it for us today, guys. Do me a favor, like this video and subscribe to the YouTube channel on the way out. Happy holidays and have a good weekend.